1: Blog Talk Radio.
2: My mama was raised in the era when clean water was only served to the fairer skin doing clothes you would have thought I had help but they wasn't satisfied unless I picked the car and myself you see it's broke nigga race them that's that don't touch anything in the stove and it's rich nigga race them. that's that come in please buy more what you want a Bentley fur coat a diamond chain all you blacks want all the same thing. You the only be niggas, anybody playing, spending anything on Alexander Wang, new slave, <laughs> you see his leaders, and his followers, but I'd rather be a dick than a swallower. You see his leaders and his followers. But I'd rather be a dick than a swallower. I throw these back keys I wear my heart on the sleeve I know if we the new slaves I see the blood on the leaves I see the blood on the leaves I see the blood on the leaves I know that we the new slaves I see the blood on the leaves They throwing hate at me Want me to stay at ease Fuck you and your corporation Y'all niggas can't control me I know that we the new slave I know that we the new slave I'm about to ride the fuck out I'm going Bobby Boucher I know that pussy ain't free You niggas pussy ain't me Y'all throwing contracts to me. You know that niggas can't read. Don't own some Maybach keys. Fuck it, say live B. I I know that we in a new state. Y'all niggas can't fuck with me. Y'all So, you can't see where I stay. So, go and grab the reporters. So, I can smash that recorder. said so that confused with some bullshit. Like the New World Order. Meanwhile, the DEA teamed up with the CCA. They try and lock niggas up. They try and make new space. He has that probably on prison. Get your peace today. They probably all in the Hamptons. Bragging about what they made. Fuck you and your Hampton house. I fuck your Hampton spouse. Came on a Hampton blouse. And in a Hampton mouth. Y'all about to turn shit up. I'm about to test. Damn, I'm about to air shit out. Now, what the fuck they gonna say now?
0: and you are listening to Boy Crazy Radio. My name is Alexi Wasser. I'm your host. Uh, That was one of the new Kanye songs from Jesus. Are you excited? How are you feeling? We're supposed to be talking about it. We're all supposed to have a strong opinion about the new album that Kanye just put out. I think it's good. I like it. It's no big deal. It's great. Interesting. I don't know. The beats are uncomfortable. I'm into it. It's kind of dark and bizarre. I like it. How dare you? Anyway, also, Kanye and Kim had a baby. Yes, we'll talk about all of it in a little bit when you call in, and we'll just talk about your life, pop culture, all this stuff. Let me just continue with the intro. I have a little bit of a cold. Oh, my God. So just to quickly explain, what is Boy Crazy Radio? Well, Boy Crazy Radio is basically, it's a call-in advice show for anyone and everyone out there, all right? So wherever you are, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whatever fucking weird shit you've gotten yourself into, and however bizarro and uncomfortable you might be feeling, this is the place, I mean, I would like for it to be, this is a place for you to come to, use a fake name if you want to, and tell me all the, the shame you have. Just vent. Ask me a question. Ask for advice. Even if I don't have the answer, maybe I'll give you a number for someone who's more qualified to have an answer for your problem. Uh, or I'll give you advice based on all my life experience, which I've had a lot of. Anyway, I promise. So if any of the following things sound familiar to you, then you can be sure that Boy Crazy Radio is the place for you. Are you sad, lonely, gay, straight, bisexual, newly single, a cutter, uh, a shit talker, a total high school nerd who grips the straps of your backpack that's covered in whiteout and patches for bad bands way too tight? Are you like sitting in the middle of your shitty little bedroom binge eating and picking at your face? Are you looking for love, answers, guidance, direction, or just hoping to feel a little bit less alone? Are you experiencing a shame spiral because of something you did at that party last weekend? Ugh, tell me about it. Are your friends total assholes who talk shit behind your back and then smile to your face? Oh my God, I fucking hate that. Is the guy or girl you like not responding to your text message, your Facebook poke, your retweet, or your Instagram likes? Is your dad cheating on your mom? With you? Oh, no. Do you need a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face in the form of a podcast masquerading as a radio show? Oh, perfect. Then this is your lucky day because that is exactly what this show is. Boy Crazy Radio, it's a place for you. Uh, Let me be the shoulder you cry on, all right? Let me be the big sister that you never even knew that you needed and wanted and whatever. And maybe, if I'm lucky, you'll let me be the big, cool sister that you jerk off to, does that make any sense? You know what I mean. Anyway, in. what I mean by that is I mean like not – I don't want to – I'm not talking about incest here. Okay, I just watched Capturing the Friedmans. It's a very dark documentary. made me feel super uncomfortable. Um, so when I say that I would like to be the big sister that you jerk off to, at least it's not penetration. But I'm still not talking about incest. I'm talking about like you going over to your friend's house, you know, accidentally – peeking in into your friend's older sister's room and then seeing your friend's older sister changing, uh, and then you jerk off to the idea of that, okay? So it's not an incestuous thing I just tried to make you have for me, okay? Thank you very much. Thank you for listening and letting me explain myself. That's all I can ask for. That's why communication is so great. Anyway, pick up your phone. Uh, your smartphone, whatever it is that you have, a payphone. Do those exist anymore? I don't know. You can call me using Gmail or Skype or whatever it is you need to do to get through to me and dial area code 646 Once again, I mean, really, you should save this in your phone. You can just call me whenever. And by whenever, I mean between the hours of 9 and 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Wednesdays. Area code 646 378 Zero six four nine. Oh God, you guys. I I do because I love you. Just kidding. Um, I really do, but I mean it's not that big of a deal. It's whatever. Okay. You uh, I do have a little bit of a cough though. I don't know why. Is anybody else sick? Because I feel like a lot of people I'm talking to, maybe they're the ones who got me sick. A lot of people are sick. Maybe it's a change of weather. I don't know what's going on. Maybe maybe there were too many fun parties a few days ago and uh different people went to different parties and everybody just raged too hard or something. I don't know. We'll get to it in a sec. Um, I have lots of things I want to talk to you about. Father's Day happened. Kanye's album dropped. The Kanye baby. I went to a psychic. I'll tell you all about that in a second. Um, oh, I saw this movie called Ain't Them Body Saints. It's the second time I've seen it. I saw it at the L.A. Film Festival, and uh, it's my friend David Lowry's movie, and it's starring Rooney Mara, Casey Affleck, and Ben Foster. And this movie comes out in August. And I swear to God, you guys, it's such a beautiful movie. Please, if you remember this, go see Ain't Them Body Saints when it comes to a theater near you. A theater near you. All right. There we go. But enough about me and all my bullshit. Uh, I'm going to take phone calls. All right. And then we'll get back to my bullshit. Area code 510? Yes. Yes. Hello, what's your Hello. name? How old are you where where are you calling from? Tell me everything. Hi, my name is Sophie. And we are well, me, my friend. We're in Oakland right now. What's up, Sophie and friends? Well, we saw the YouTube videos of you how it, it means What is happening? What's going on? I'm sorry. sorry. She's, I'm sorry. Okay.
3: The real question is, how is it meeting Lucas Versetti from
0: Odd Future? How is it meeting Lucas from Odd Future? Yeah. Yeah. Is this a real call? Because are you guys having a slumber party? No. Maybe. No. How many people are in the room right now? Two. Two? You guys sound like a gaggle of, like, this sounds like the best slumber party I've never been invited to. You're in Oakland. How old are you guys? Fifteen. You're fifteen, both of you? Yeah. Now, how is it meeting Lucas? It was pretty underwhelming. I mean, he's adorable. He's got a really beautiful baby face, but he works at the Odd Future store on Fairfax. You can just go and visit him yourself. He's always there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he's cute. And also, you met Tyler. Is this actually? I feel like this is a prank call from Tyler. What? Um, I'm just gonna pretend this is all real. I I feel like maybe it's real. I'm gonna cough real quick. Hold on. Um, yeah, I met Tyler. What about Tyler? I don't I don't really know him. I just met him. He's really cool. He's so cute. He's cute, like, but don't you guys worry? Don't you guys worry about the fact that they like call women sluts and cunts and bad names? I don't really care. <laughs> like he's a nice guy. He doesn't abuse people. It's all part of his act. It's cool. I feel like it's, it is totally a part of his act. I'm attracted to Tyler as well. The, uh, the guy Lucas seems like. I think it's always better to date the guy. Running the show, like like at the the, the, at the helm. So I feel like it's better to have a crush on Tyler. I don't know. What does Lucas do? Is he in the band or is he just a face on the album? I don't understand. He does. He has a verse in Trash Wang. Yeah, he has a verse in Trash Wang, but and his rap name is Mr Versace. (laughs) And he's sometimes on Loiter Squad, but you don't really see him that much. He's sometimes on. What's his rap name? Versace. No, his rap name. Oh, his rap name. Um, Mr. Versace. Why do you, Mr. Versace? Why is you keep talking so? Yeah, why is she talking so crazy? Do you have a lower octave you could use in your voice? I know. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> Are That's you doing look. a fake voice because you're on cause you're on a radio show? No.
2: I'm just happy. <laughs>
0: oh my god. Wait, I feel like this is how people think I speak. This is how – this is perfect. I'm glad you guys called because, in a way, everybody kind of is used as a tool for learning. And, like, maybe you, you guys are a reflection of me. And the girl with the higher-pitched voice who's who's like, Rah! I think that's how I come across yes. a lot. So, oh, my she's God. Maybe alive. now I know what We're it's out. like. And I. I Wait, I'm no, good. she's still here. You're breaking out. I'm breaking mm-hmm. out? And not in not in pimples, but in um the other thing, on the phone. Okay, what is? Well, I'm right breaking. I'm right here. And do you guys have any other question? I don't know Lucas. Lucas was was okay. He, he uh he was a little bit. He, they both seemed kind of young. I think Tyler's really smart. I think he's talented. I don't really know either of these people, but I feel like Lucas uh is a is a youngster. And I remember him being like, you have a blog called Boy Crazy. Does that mean you're a slut? Is she a slut? And I I just I don't like the word slut. Uh, and I just thought that was. That was not charming, and he's he's very young. But any other questions? How's your love life? Anything going on? Well, no, not really. Not but, much.
3: We kind so, of have a thing for but he's not really an option.
0: <laughs> yes, he is. I say go visit him at the Odd Future store on Fairfax and Oakwood, and then call me and then let me know how it goes. That's what you should do. A weekend road, road trip from Oakland to the Odd Future store. Bye, you guys. Um,
3: Area code 480.
0: Hey, Alexi. Hi, what's your name, how old are you, where are you calling from, and what's your problem?
3: Um, Okay, uh, my name's Natalie, I'm 17, and I'm calling from, like, the Phoenix area, and my question was, um, or it's sort of like an issue, I'm not sure how to address it. Um, So this, like, totally dreamy boy and I have been, you know, sort of like playing that I kind of like you game for a little bit. And just recently he decided to transfer schools to where I'm going. Um He's originally from Arizona, but he went to – or he spent his freshman year in Boston. And then mm-hmm. he um decided to come back, and he's like a total dreamboat, you know, in a band, dresses nice, whatever. And um <clears throat> before he came um, back home, we would, like – text each other and he told me that he wanted to go get coffee and like hang out with me all the time and we did do that like two weeks ago but it's been like two weeks and things are like very dead and he like ignored my invitations to my party and then like he had the audacity to invite me to his gig which I totally wasn't going to go to because he ignored me like twice before so I was wondering what should I do
0: oh my god well wait a minute sorry I'm sick um so wait so now he goes to your high school, and now he's like, ignoring you, like, via text? No, 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 no.
3: He's, um, no. He, it's, he's going to be a sophomore in college.
0: Oh, he's going to be a sophomore in college. But I thought, oh, but he but he's back in your town. Yeah. He's so oh, sure. my God. So have you actually called him on the phone, or, like, when was the last time you saw him? And 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 then, so you've not seen him since when?
3: Um... It was, like, a week ago, but that was an accidental run-in, and it was, like, too overwhelming, so I didn't say anything to him. Did he but see we him? had coffee, like, two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just, it like, was a the... all-around bad situation. I couldn't, I couldn't do it.
0: Oh, my God. There's some kind of glitch here. Like, I don't know what it is. Maybe he's feeling awkward, or maybe there's some other girl he likes, or he's not – or now that he's back, he feels pressure, so he's just trying to, like, kind of – Hmm. I don't know. Oh, God. Well, wait a minute. So are there any phone calls taking place or only text messages?
3: It's only been text messages. Hmm. Let's see. All right. Because I don't Um, feel like I should move on yet just because, like, I sort of felt like it was going to be, like, my pre-college, like, crush and, like, you know, we can mess around or whatever and just have, like, a good casual time. But I don't want to give it
0: up yet. I just think, okay, I'm trying to – See if I can call on my guy friends because you have better advice. Um, I just – I feel like there's a disconnect, and I think it's coming from, like, the awkward texting stuff. I don't know what happened when you guys saw each other and didn't say anything. Like, that – you really have to explain that better for me. Like, what happened?
3: <laughs> okay, so um, he – oh, God, I know a lot of people listen to this, so I don't want to be that descriptive. But, um, uh, okay, so it was, like, a week or two ago, and um, he was, like – We were in, like, Phoenix or Tempe and stuff, and um, I was on my way to his gig, um, like, not knowing that after 10, it would be 21 and up, and so me and my friend were, like, being obnoxious in the car, like, had the windows down. We're, like, blasting Drake, and we're driving up to the venue, and him and all his friends are, like, in the corner, and I know they see us because we got to, like, slow down to pull into the parking lot, and it was just, like, very awkward, and then, I don't know. It was just weird. Okay, but you're not finishing
0: the the story. you pulled into the Oh, and then we and just left
3: because, like we couldn't handle the situation.
0: Wait, okay, but hold on a second i'm I'm gonna talk for a second, so you that you know if they saw you, you know, but they may might not have, but um, but apparently cause they saw you, you pull in, then it's twenty one and over, you can't get into the show, and then you leave no. did you ever text yes in, yeah. okay, no, did you ever text hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you ever text him, and let me just finish the thought with the other people listening, text him or call him to let him know, like, you couldn't get in so he could help you, like, sneak you in? No. And did you ever text or call each other after that happened, or is that the last contact you've ever had? No,
3: and then after that, like, a week later, on, I invited him to this. Hold on, hold on hold, this
0: hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, it's not clear. Is that the last contact you've ever had, yes or no? No. Okay, go on.
3: And then, like, a week later, I had a party, and I invited him. Um, And then a couple days later, I had another party, and I invited him, which I shouldn't have the second time since he ignored me the first. And then a little bit, like, two days after that, he texted me back inviting me to his other gig.
0: Oh, my God, I think what's happening is he was probably confused. He saw you, thought you were going to the show. You didn't go in. You never said anything about it, which was kind of bizarre because he drove all that way to go to the show. I mean, I would have thought, like, you're shy, though. And here's, I've done this before, too. You were shy because you're almost brave enough to go make an effort with this guy, but then if it requires any more extra stuff or you have to ask something of him or contact him, like, with a phone call or, or like, do any more, it's too scary. Because, like, a normal reaction, if that was your friend whose band was playing, let's say it was a girl and her band was playing, and you drove out yeah, and, and it was 21 and over, and you're like, shit, I'm in the car with all my friends, and my girlfriend's band is playing, fuck, we got to turn around now. You'd probably go, hey, Shelly, it's me. We're outside. Can you sneak us into the back door? We drove all this way to come see you. Isn't that more logical? Don't you think you would have done that if that was a, you know, friendship thing?
3: Yeah, definitely.
0: But you didn't do that with the guy, right?
3: Nope.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you freaked out and you, you you know, Whatever you you retreated, and that's totally. I get it. I've done that too because it's too scary. There's too much on the line. You don't want him to think you like him too much, but it's because you're you're not operating under normal, you know, circumstances because your your brain's all freaking out. Everything's way more serious than it needs to be. The thing is, the trick is, and I'll I'll give you a better answer in a second. But the trick is, even when you like a guy a lot, just you have to you have to play this prank on yourself, and you just have to be like, I'm gonna do whatever I want because. I'm, I'm going to pretend I don't care. I'm going to give him the impression I'm just being casual so you don't seem like desperate or desperate or making him so important. You just have to act with him like it's all not so serious. And I'm not saying like, oh, double text him or call him all the time even though he doesn't return your phone calls or drive past his house or just show up on a doorstep. I don't mean that. Like you still have to play it cool and like text him once and wait for a text response or call him once and then leave a message and then wait for him to call you back. That's all normal. But like when you get in a situation where the logical thing to do would be like, "Hey, you invited me to go see your band play. I showed up, and now I can't come in with all my friends. Can you help me out?" Because I, you know, cause that's not logical. That makes sense. You wouldn't look like a desperate, freaky girl who's in love with him, you know. And I know that's what you're probably yeah. worried about. Um, yeah. <laughs> I I think if you don't want to throw in the towel with this, because now it's turning into this like miscommunication, non-communication thing, where it's like. I threw two parties within the period of three days, and he didn't respond to my text in two days. But then he sent me an invite to sort of the thing. Just call him up and say, "Hey, do you want to hang out?" Just like, hopefully, he'll pick up the phone, and just be normal. Have an have an activity plan, like some kind of excuse, so it doesn't just sound like you're calling for absolutely no reason. And go, "Hey, I was gonna go see this movie, or I'm gonna go to this place to get some. Money. Do you want to go?" That way, it's direct. It's voice to voice. You're actually talking to him. The text message is fucking us up because you could you could it run totally into, him and be like, yeah, you could run into' him like you're seventeen, you'll run into him like fifteen years from now when you're thirty two and you'll be like you'll finally like know who you are, and you'll feel more solid in your skin, hopefully, and you'll have like more of an identity and you'll feel very more confident, you know, and that just comes with age or whatever, and you'll go, "God, I really liked you when I was seventeen, why didn't you like me?" and he'll go, "Oh my God, I liked you too, I thought you didn't like me, <laughs> so instead of like wasting fifteen years. And getting back on track when you're thirty two. Just pick up the phone and and what's the worst that could happen? What could he do? You call him up and he goes, Oh my God, you you fucking slut. You're oh my god, you're so desperate. I can't believe you're asking me if I want to get coffee and see a movie. I hate you. Like that would be crazy. Like like <laughs> that that will never happen. And then if that he did react that way, you'd be like you could be like, Whoa. I just called the dude I had a crush on and I just asked him if he wanted to see a movie and he totally acted like a prick. Thank God I found that out, so I can never talk to him again. Like, but just be a normal human being, like you would with a girlfriend, okay? Because like, there's too many miscommunications, and this is just like, I don't know what's what's going on. So you just have to be clear and communicate, and call him tomorrow and or, or the week over the weekend, okay? All right, thank you. You're welcome. Um, oh my goodness. Oh, you guys, nice. Um. All right, I was getting a phone call from somebody. If you're out there and you wanna call in, the telephone number is Area code six four six three seven eight zero six four nine. I have a cold. What else did I want to tell you about? How was your father's day? Uh I saw my dad this uh this Sunday. I'm gonna cough again. Oh god. <laughs> it's it's just so hard being this sexy all the time. I mean, it's uh it's a burden. Anyway, um So I saw my dad last Sunday because he thought it was Father's Day, but it wasn't. And, like, and I felt, I I think I was feeling bad that Sunday as well. And I went, you know, it's not Father's Day, actually, and I'm really sick. So does that mean anything to you? Like, can I, like, can't we just see each other next Sunday? And if you love me and you're my father, wouldn't you rather I stay home and not throw up and, and feel horrible in the comfort and privacy of my own home? And he was like, listen, man, I feel like shit 24-7, okay? You just have to deal with it. Everybody feels like shit all the time. Just get in your car and meet me. And I was like, okay. So I did, and it was fine. It was just like, I was like dumbfounded. Like, these are things that would would make me feel bizarre and angry at him in the past where I would have been like, he's my father. He's supposed to act like a father, and fathers are supposed to be kind and loving and nice, and they're supposed to be the parent. And I'm the child, but now I'm like, Ugh. My dad is operating on rules all his own, like by rules all his own. Like he just has this—he's just this kook. So I don't frame it like—that's that, a big word for me nowadays. It's a big word that I started using, a big, a big phrase that I started using probably in the last, you know, this past year. Framing stuff, reframing stuff, because sometimes it's all how you frame a situation. This is like all my therapy jargon or whatever. It's how you. It's how you look at a situation that helps you be able to deal with something and cope with it if i'm if I'm looking at the situation with my father like he's supposed to be appropriate and only say nice things and be kind to me and not say anything that's pg thirteen or inappropriate that he would talk about with his friends that he should be talking about with his friends and not a child, well, if I was thinking like that when I went to go hang out with my dad, I would be disappointed constantly, but since i get who my father is since I see him clearly and he's not a bad guy he is who he is but he's not able to be that way with me and I don't know what the right way is he's a little bit inappropriate the things he says but it's fine I was never beaten or molested or whatever so it's all good I mean I'm thankful for that um anyway but what was wrong with me why didn't anybody want to molest me that's a horrible joke I'm sorry how dare you um see I'm just trying to be entertaining and then I say fucking fucked up shit I'm going to blame that on you um, for the pressure I feel to have stuff to talk about for an hour straight. Anyway, so the thing is, now when I go see my father, I look at it and I frame the situation in a different way. And I, I this is what I do. I go, he's not my dad. He's just my fun, kooky, bizarro friend um, who has a lot of intense opinions about everything. And – has a lot of crazy stories about his adventures, sexual and life, whatever he has. So, yeah. So when I frame it like that, I'm able to accept him, and I just laugh, and I don't take it so personally, and I don't go, you're my father, how did you say that? I just go, ha, ha, all right, enough. Anyway, I'm going to get back to the phone lines, and I'm taking a 323 telephone number. Hello, Erica, 323?
2: Lexi? what's happening
0: is it, yes it's me
2: is
0: this who it's, it's i think Sam. it is yeah Sam, how's it going doing? it's
1: really good how are just you hanging out um uh, i'm just at my house making some music i saw your facebook post
0: well you're, you're on you're on a podcast you're downloadable now is that okay
1: oh shit forever,
0: forever. Downloadable forever what's going on with you
1: well, I better be careful about what I say because this is going to live online until there's no more humans around. Maybe even know, until there's maybe, no more computers around.
0: Maybe people will even burn it to a, a CD and then listen to it in their old-timey car, and then it's like out there in the world. It's like a thing you can touch.
1: <laughs> um, I am good. I'm just uh, hanging out and uh, making music, and I thought it would be fun to call in. I never called in before.
0: Are you having fun? Do you have any problems? I'm having fun. I'm just, you know, ranting about my dad and stuff. But, like, what are your love issues? Oh, can I tell everybody? Oh, you used a real name, but you didn't say your last name. Okay, so this is my friend Sam. I'm not going to tell you his last name. It's none of your business, everybody. But he's a single, adventurous, good-looking guy. And can I tell people who might be listening something really cool that you did uh, sexually this past year?
1: Uh, I prefer you didn't.
0: But yeah, you know what you could
1: tell? Everybody. What about I heard a really great story. Well, first of all, because I, I was just listening to you, I thought it would be fun to hear, like you said, your dad tells you really crazy sex stories. Yeah. So I was, like, curious about a, a crazy sex story that your dad told you.
0: Well, hold on. Let me call my dad right now. Let's let's ask him because – okay. Let me see. I, okay, that sounds right good. That sounds good. Let me look for his telephone number. Dad, typing it into my iPhone so I can find it. All right, he might just hang up on me. Uh, Has he been
1: on the show before?
0: Never. Um, Okay, I might put you on mute. Is that okay? And we'll call him up. You're the one who inspired this.
1: Am I? So you're not going to hear me? I can't. I can't Uh, dig in too.
0: I'll I'll put you in a little cubby hole. But okay, now I'm calling. Hello? Hello. Daddy, don't say anything crazy. It's your daughter, and you're on my podcast. I want to ask you a question.
1: What? Yeah.
0: But you are on, like, my radio program. Is it okay if I ask you a question and know that other people are listening?
2: Yeah, okay. What do you want to ask me?
0: Okay. Well, One of my friends named Sam called in, and he, and I asked Sam to tell me a crazy sexual experience that Sam had had, and he said you didn't want to, but he was more interested in us calling you and finding out one of your one of your most uh, exciting. Like, will you, will you share any kind of crazy sexual experience you had in the '70s or the '60s so people can learn from it?
2: I can't think of any right now.
0: Okay, can you? Okay, we'll make it more PG and not so personal. Let's say there are a lot of teenagers and 20-somethings listening to this podcast right now, and for whatever reason, they call in to get advice from me like I'm a big sister, you know?
2: Yeah.
0: And so I want you to act as though you're their father or you're their big brother and give, like, one kernel of advice. Like, if you had to go back in time, one thing that you learned in your lifetime so that these people don't fuck up their lives.
2: You caught me in a real bad time. I'm in a movie now.
0: You're in a wearment now?
1: In film.
0: Oh, you're in a film? I can't believe you picked up. Okay, I'll call you next week, and you can actually be a guest on the show and be all prepared.
1: Okay, good. Bye.
0: Uh, (laughs) Bye. That was useless.
1: It was worth a shot.
0: I think he felt like I put him on the spot.
1: I could see that. I mean, you know, if somebody randomly called me and told me I was on a podcast and asked me to tell a sex story, it's a lot of pressure. Unexpected I know,
0: pressure. I, actually, I felt bad about it. That's why I really tried to, like, let him know what was happening so he could, like, take a moment to think about it.
1: But has he told you crazy sex stories about the 60s or 70s, like orgies or whatever?
0: Uh, not orgies, I no. don't think. Yeah, he has, but now I feel like. Like, I don't feel like I'm at liberty to to pass on all the stories. Yes, but he's told me crazy, crazy stories.
1: Uh, Dallas told me a funny story about you and him and uh, about a time that, like, he snuck you into a wedding.
0: Oh, my God. Okay, well, for those of you listening, one of my best friends, his name is Dallas. Uh, I haven't seen Dallas in, like, a month, so what kind of friend is he? Anyway, yes, my dad used to be a paparazzi photographer. Uh... Like, he was a fine art photographer, he's taken a lot of amazing photos, but then in, like, the 80s, to make money, he was a paparazzi photographer, so, like, one time, like, he crashed Will Smith's wedding, and he took me with him so I could, like, get get the shot, like, get a good photo for the Star Magazine, so basically, like, we made a reservation at, uh, we made a reservation at the restaurant connected to the hotel that the wedding was happening in, and, we, like, snuck into the wedding somehow. I don't know if we jumped a fence or we went through a secret Wait, side door. Wait, so were you into
1: something. it? Was this something like, that you I were, was, like, psyched to do?
0: Like to do? Liked I was, like, seven years old. What are you talking about?
1: <laughs> so, but you knew what was going on. You were like, we got to sneak into know. Will Smith's wedding. <laughs> I
0: mean, I think he gave me, like, a disposable camera, and he's like, whatever you do, he's like, you just got to get the shot. He, like, showed me photos of the people. He's, like, take photos of, like, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air guy. And that was it. So we get, like, I didn't really know what we are doing. I didn't feel bad about it. I just thought, like, we're having this adventure. I'm not even sure. So we, we get into the wedding. All of a sudden, like, my dad ditches me. I'm, I'm like, mingling. I'm mingling with various people at the party, like, the seven-year-old mingling, like, holding, like, I don't know, a sparkling cider or something. And then they go, who are you? And, like, everybody there is, like, pretty much black, and I'm, like, the only white person. I mean, like, there's some white people there, but, like, and, and I go, I go, I'm the Fresh Prince of Air's producer's daughter. And uh, and then they're like, huh, okay, well, that's, I, I, whatever. And then, so I can't find my dad. Are you falling asleep, Sam? No. Anyway. Um, no, I'm, I'm, enjoy- I'm into the story. I'll just finish the story for you and everybody else who's tuned in tonight. Okay, so I can't find my dad. I've never – keep in mind, I've never been to a wedding before in my entire life. So I don't know what the protocol is. Only the close family members sit at the bride and groom's table. So, like, I sit right next to the bride. (laughs) I, like, plop down right next to the bride, and she's like, you know, she's like, hey, uh, what's going on? And I'm like, nothing much, you know, I'm the Fresh Prince of bel Air's the daughter. Like, oh, really? And I'm like, yeah, this is a great. This is great. And I'm just, like eating bread or whatever. And then, um, like she leaves, and security comes up and like grabs me, like, and uh, and I put the camera that I've been taking all these photos. I put it in my my bra. I don't even have a bra. There's no training bra. I just put it in my shirt. Well, that was pretty slick that.
1: of you. That was pretty slick of you to know to say that you're the producer's daughter. Did your dad arm you with that?
0: I think my dad probably armed me with that. Yeah. You must have. Um, but we also used to do crazy things where we'd go up in, in helicopters and we'd do aerial photography of celebrities' houses because my dad was in the Navy and he used to, like, make maps for the Navy. So then I guess in his paparazzi moment, that was part of the job. You'd do aerial photography of stars' homes or something like that. So he used to take me up in helicopters. But anyway, so you know, so I went on a bunch of miss- missions with him. But so, you know, I have the thing, the story, I'm the producer's daughter – I make the big faux pas of sitting next to the to Will Smith's new wife. And then so security grabs me, I put the disposable camera in my shirt, like also weird that I know that they're not allowed to touch my private places or whatever. And uh and then they're like, Who your who are you here with? Who's your accomplice? Like, where's your dad? Are you here with somebody? And I'm like, am like, Let me go, don't touch me and then I see like two other security guards, like I look across the room and I see my dad and he's like flirting he's like flirting with some girl, and he's like eating food. He's not even taking photos. He's like giving that job to me. And he's like across the room like binge eating and just flirting with some young girl. And uh, and I see two security guard, guards grab him and the security guards holding me down, they go,
3: that man all
0: over there across the room, do you know that man? And I go, yes, officer. I go, that's my daddy, that's my daddy. And then I see them Asking my dad the same question, pointing at me, like, is that, "Is that your little girl?" And I see my dad say, "Never seen that kid in my life." Like, totally denies <laughs> knowing me, you know. And
2: then, so, we, so we
0: both, so we both get kicked out of the of the thing. But luckily, my dad had made a reservation at the hotel where the thing is happening, where the event was happening. So we couldn't really get kicked out because we were registered guests at the hotel. So it was just looked like a mix up, or something. But yeah,
1: so that's, that's the story
0: about my dad. That's awesome. Well, what about you? Did a lot of celebrity.
1: Okay. You want to talk about my love life? What do you want to know?
0: I don't know. You're calling into a podcast called boy crazy radio where we love, you know, talking about love stuff. Are you, so you're single, right?
1: I'm single. Yep. I have a lot of women in my life. There's a lot of women constantly staying at my house. And I'm surrounded by women lately. I have a lot of really close female friends, but no girlfriend. What's
0: that all about? You you don't want to have sex with any of them?
1: Uh, no, I don't. I just uh, I don't know. I just uh, I I'm picky, and I, I I'm I'm not trying to waste my time. I want to find the right girl. I I want to find wifey.
0: You want to find wifey? Yeah. And you just got a cat, right?
1: I just got a cat, and it's definitely fulfilling some of that, like, loneliness and, and, you know, love, Jones, because it's just constant love that I'm giving and receiving. I kind of don't – I don't don't need much. I'm not real needy, especially right now with my cat and all my female friends around. Um, But I definitely want a girlfriend when I find her. I'm looking for her.
0: Well,
1: what do you want? Like, so what is it you're looking for? Uh, I'm looking for just a girl that is my equal and is inspiring and, uh, you know, supportive, obviously, and, and but somebody that I want to fall madly in love, and I want it to be a healthy, a healthy, equal, or like two people on equal footing that respect and care about each other and support what each other are doing and inspire each other.
0: Well, like, here's my question. And that Dad. doesn't always
1: have to be creative, creatively either. Like you can, you know, obviously you can inspire people. She doesn't have to be an artist to inspire me that way. She can just inspire me with how great a
0: person she is. Well, my my question with that is, okay. I don't know if you've had this, but I know I had this. Like, in my early 20s, I dated a guy, and he's still, like, it's, like, the craziest love I've ever had in my entire life because it was so passionate, but it was totally unhealthy. But I I identify true love with, like, crazy unhealthy passions. So, like, where do you – do you want what I want? Because what I want is, like, this happy medium of we're both adults, and we realize we can't get blackout drunk and be weeping and gutturally weeping on the floor being like I thought you loved me we can't be doing that cause <laughs> that's exhausting and it's not real but I want something where like like we're so passionate about each other there's no desire to cheat we're so madly in love and like we're best friends we make each other laugh and it's like ah I can't stop thinking about him but we both are like you go flourish in your thing and I'll go flourish in my thing and then maybe we'll make stuff together and be creative or and then we'll come home and we'll talk about you know like I don't know, like a mix between like being logical adults and crazy passionate kids,
1: yeah, yeah, I think it's possible, I hope it's possible. I mean, I don't know about the desire to never cheat. I think that's i, I you know I've asked a lot of people and married couples that I think they have a real a real nice thing going on, and everybody says that desire you know never goes away, I mean really? it really you know, might not be. Yeah, my. I mean, you get you're a human, you know. Like naturally, you're attracted to other people sexually. You might not want to go. You it might not be like I'm gonna go out and cheat, but you definitely like get crushes. I think I think that always happens, no matter what.
0: Oh my god, that's so annoying. I don't. I think I haven't been I in know. a relationship for. Such, I haven't been in a relationship for such a long time. I must be completely deluding myself because I'm like. Oh, that would, I would never do that. I would only love one person, and that would never happen, even though I, I've cheated before. so But, like, but I think I, whenever I cheat, it's because I've fallen out of love.
1: Yeah, you've never cheated when you were in love with somebody?
0: No. Like, I cheat because I'm too much. I've cheated in the past. I'm not, I don't believe the once a cheater, always a cheater thing, because I just don't believe that. But, like, I've cheated, you know, a long time ago when I've been, like, Oh, if I do this, I'll feel so guilty it'll help me break up because that's what I've been trying to do for a while, you know mhm, so, but I've never been so, in a thing what
1: that doesn't sound sound like it would work at all. Did it work no, but I mean,
0: that's that's what I've done the- yeah, I cheated on one guy I was with, and uh and then I just broke up I always you know every time I've cheated all like i think like two or three times or something uh I've I've gotten out of the relationship I was with in – and by cheating, I mean, like, kissing or, like, you know, cuddling or or hanging out, watching a movie with a guy who wasn't my boyfriend, like – and, uh, yeah, it's, like, broken up with the guy I was with, like, a week later, like, tops, because I've been, like, Oh I have to do this.
1: Right, so you didn't have to live with being in a relationship with him and having a, a dirty, dark secret
0: because yeah, then I go, Oh, well, you know, I'm unhappy in the situation, which is why I'm seeking something else from someone else, like and uh and also I'm I'm really scared about like I don't know, I think the minute you start if you if you have to start having sex with somebody who's not your boyfriend and then you have this trusting thing with your boyfriend, and then you run the risk of like, What if I what if I caught some S T D from some dude that I have a fling with while I was my boyfriend and then I bring that into a relationship, like that's a big like that's I, not, that's like- why I feel uh, that's gnarly. That's terrifying to me. So I, I already think like making out and rolling around like, and you know, booby suckling, is I, I feel guilty enough. But uh, then you bring like disease, potential diseases, back into a relationship. Anyway, I don't know how we. But goes I do think it's
1: possible to be to cheat. To like, I mean, I've I've had an experience a long time ago where I, I cheated. I think it's possible even to be in love with two different people.
0: Well, I I know that I'm able to like because right now. All right, maybe not right now. Recently, I don't know how to mask the time frame of all this. I definitely am able to be in love with more than one person at the same time and not be in a relationship with any of them, but, like, be single and be like, oh, I have love for this person, I have love for this person who lives in another state, and I have love for this person who also lives in another another state, like, and this other person who lives around the corner. Like, and then I kind of get fulfilled by all the time. I'm not even saying I'm having sex with all of them, but, like, I can have, like, a completely intense relationship and go to the movies and hold hands and just have a knowing, understanding, like, eye contact with them and have that exist with one person and then another person feel totally intense in a different way and then be like, oh, wow, isn't it crazy? I totally care about these two people both the same amount, just in different ways. So I've got to trust that if a guy felt that way about me and another girl, I'd have to be okay with that because I know it exists. But I'm not that evolved, but I kind of am. But wait a minute. Well, but if I want to be in a, but that's the thing, I'm not boyfriend and girlfriend with anybody. So like, I don't know. When I'm a, when I'm a boyfriend and girlfriend with somebody, I want them to be so on the same page with me and not be like, oh, I love you. Like, see, but I also love, you know, Sheila. You just have to accept that. Like, I'd be like, what are we doing this for? Then that's not the love I'm looking for. I want somebody who's like crazy about me, right?
1: Sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it depends what you're looking for. That's I I, I wouldn't want that either. Some people are okay with it, but I think it's hard to really, like, I'd have a hard time really trusting somebody if they were just being with a bunch of other people, really feeling
0: safe, I, I guess. I know you're the one who said it's possible to be in love with more than one person, but I feel like, you know, when you lock someone down with a label or you just go, I want to take this next step with you, that, that that means something. So, I mean, that makes them way more important. I don't know. I'm all over the place. See you there.
1: Um, what about you? What's your, what's your boy situation, Alexi?
0: We're doing a podcast right now. <laughs> I can't tell <laughs> you. I can't. I'll tell you try pro- you, podcast. You keep
1: that stuff, you keep that stuff off the air, you know? It's private. I, it's, I do I,
0: keep it off. I do try to keep it off the air because, um, there are times when I've dated, okay, there's one time, not that long ago, where I was dating two different guys and they were both in different states. So I would make a reference to dating a guy who's out of town. That way, if either one of them listened, they would think I was talking about them.
1: Wait, repeat that? Can you repeat that?
0: Okay. Right now I'm not going to talk about my personal life because it's like, I want to just keep that for myself. But a while ago, not that long ago, I was dating, I I was kind of like having a, whatever, I was dating two guys, and they both lived in different states. Like one lives in one place, one lives in another state. And I would make references. I would talk about my love life and talk about dating someone who lives out of town. And I kept it vague. That way, whoever, whichever guy were, were listening, even if both were listening, they both would think that I was just talking about them, you know?
1: Ah, uh, okay. I got you.
0: Oh, my God. I'm going to take another phone call, though.
1: Oh, um, okay. Well, good to talk to you, Alexi.
0: Good to talk to you, too. I'll tell you about my love life uh, when I call you personally.
1: Okay, sounds good.
0: Hi, Sam. Okay, so there's faith. You can have faith, you guys, that that, uh, beautiful men exist. Sam is one of them. He's looking for the real thing. He wants monogamy, even though he did take us down a weird path for two seconds about saying that you could love two people at the same time, which I do agree with, but let's go back to what he was originally saying. He wants passion. He wants one person. He has a cat. He's a romantic. That's great, right? That's inspiring and exciting. Oh, I didn't ask him how he feels about the Kanye album. God damn it! Um, area code eight one eight.
1: Yeah, it's Crash Barbosa. I'd oh my like, god!
0: It's my my number one fan, Crash Barbosa. What's going on?
1: <laughs> I love your show. I really fucking love it. My <laughs> homie Joe showed it to me, and I just really love it. It's funny and it's honest.
0: Oh my god! Wait, it's Joe? Thank you very much, by the way. And is Joe? Joe is your who's Joe?
1: Joe Straka. I don't
0: know who that is. Anyway, I don't mean no, to say I don't mean to make you sure. say last name. What's going you on with you?
1: No? Oh no, I, I I can say his last name. He would have been happy. I guess that's it. Uh, not so, not a lot's going on with me. I was just like listening to your show, and uh, I was thinking about you wanted to hear some wild shit, and like uh, no one wanted to talk about it. I'll tell you a wild sex story. I don't know if it will help any of the listeners, but I'll tell you one.
0: Okay, let's tell me.
1: All right, there was this one time I was dating this chick, and I'm not trying to sound like a misogynist, but she was just a straight up hoe. And I knew oh, she was. come
0: on.
1: No, I knew she was. Like, she was, like, she had the groupie swag going on. Like, it was really weird. And so I was dating her whatever. Like, and it, I had dated her before, so I already knew what to expect. And this girl is the girl that she dated, like, every rapper in my community at one point over the course of six years, some of them twice, some of them three times. Wait like a minute, Wait a minute,
0: wait a minute, wait a minute. Many, how many rappers are in your community, and what community are you in?
1: Um, I I mean, like, the overall L.A. community, she dated, like, a lot of random underground acts. I think I was, like, the only person who has any aspiration to uh, not just open for Macklemore or whatever that she's ever dated. So, like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't know much about the other rappers except that they hate me because I'm cooler than that, and that's all I need to know. But that's what she was doing. She was, like, pulling this weird swag on me where she was trying to meet mommy and everything. And, like, no one really meets my mom. And, like, I was like, okay. So I introduced her to my mom just because I'm like, this will be wild. And plus she was older than me. And, like, it seemed like she had her life together. So I'm like, my mom will love this. But anyway, that has nothing to do with the story. The story is just that I was chilling with my business partner, messed up and shit. And um, it was, like, real random. So she hits me up. And we're living, me and myself, we were staying at this crib in Porter Ranch at the time. And, like, there was this angry landlord there. And we called him Wobbles because we didn't know what else to call him. He would just act like fucking Bowser from uh, Mario. Every time, like, we upset him, he didn't have the balls to talk to us. So he would just, like, throw shit and, like, do weird shit in his recording studio that was, like, very closely connected to our little area. And so uh, this one night, we were just real fed up with it. And we went out for drinks, and my girlfriend at the time, the hoe, came in. Wait, and no, wait, with wait, him. wait, wait,
0: wait, hold on, hold on. The girlfriend at the time
1: is the the, the hoe. I just called her the hoe. I don't want to use her name, but I mean, she's a but hoe. is that your
0: girlfriend? I know, I know. But is that your girlfriend? So now you're calling her your girl? She was your girlfriend, right?
1: Oh yeah, she was my girlfriend. I'm I'm a weird guy. I'll date I'll date a girl that I know is a hoe just because it's fun. You know, it was a fun time. And uh, oh wait, I mean, hold, it
0: was on, hold on, hold. Hold on a i I'm just going to, like, because you, you talk so fast it's hard to get in here, so I've got to, like, first talk a little bit slower, yeah, and I've, gotta chime in a little, I've got I've to chime in a little bit. Okay. So, wait, was she nice to you, and did you have a good time with her, and was it fun and sweet and kind at all?
1: Everything besides sweet and kind, yeah. There's nothing she, sweet and kind about it.
0: But she wasn't, like, but you guys didn't, like, did you take her out to lunch, and, like, did you laugh together and see movies and hold hands at all? um we held
1: hands and uh we did it i don't think we saw movies together we uh we went to lunch yeah but it was more like she wanted to meet for drinks like she was the kind of chick that was dating me like like i don't she, like in her words i'll just say it in her words like she was just looking for she was just looking to get fucked like real talk that's what she was looking to do every day and she wanted to be fucking one person and it it, it turned out to be me at this point and so I was like, okay. And she comes, and she meets with me, and we're having some drinks, and she gets a little bit turnt. I'm already real turnt, and my homie messes up his turn turnt as shit. And so she's like, oh, I'm going to bring my home girl, and we're going to have this, like, wild night. And so she shows up with her home girl, who's subpar as fuck, but she looks fun. And <laughs> so my homie, like, oh, whatever, like, because he's, you know, he like, we're all turnt. And, like, so we, we go back to this wobbles pad and, like, we knew Wobbles was pissed because, like, we had just been fucking smoking weed, like, outside, like, the last bunch of times. Like, right outside of where he stayed at, like, fucking until, like, four in the morning and, like, meeting with, like, there. Okay. Derelict- and he was just, like, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. So, like, we, we show up at the crib at, like, probably 2.30 a.m., maybe 3.30 a.m., around that hour, and, like, we just, like, an orgy went down. I'm not going to lie, like, a straight-up orgy. It was all in one room. It was loud, and I'm surprised the police didn't come. And Wobbles was so fucking pissed and just started, like, coughing and, like, like doing all this weird shit, like, acting like he was dying and everything because he was too afraid to come up and say something to me about it. And I was just, like... I thought that was a wild story because Wobbles is a wild guy, and like that was one of my wild revenges on him. And then when we moved out of okay. his crib, I just wait, told him that wait, my wait, he you went. you can't to
0: stop it. You can't just wait. Hold on. You call it. You told me your crazy story, but now you just like you can't keep going because it makes you sound well, unlikable. You just like try to like just fucking na- like uh, you can't just steal the show. It's too much. It's too much stuff. All right. <laughs> It's too intense. It's like yeah. you you're like. Tell me. Yeah, tell do. me your oh, thoughts. Wait, hold on. On. I don't have any thoughts on that. You you say it so fast. You talk shit about this girl. You don't have anything really nice to say about the girl. I don't know what your whole vibe is with women or whatever. Like, uh, you use the word turned. I don't. Uh, what else? You, you love yourself a lot. You say a lot of nice things about yourself about how cool and awesome you are. I don't know what that's all about, but that's that's fine. You're. I don't know. Something about you're very entertaining. I've seen pictures of you on the internet. You're handsome. You have a lot of tattoos on your neck and places and stuff. But uh I don't know, you had a great I think I got the story correctly. You there's some guy named Wobbles who was your neighbor and then you had an orgy at his house that he wasn't a part of and you got him back for being weird or something. But uh are you still with girl, you guys broke up?
1: Oh no, we broke up a long time ago, a very long this was like this was uh got four it. months ago. <sighs>
0: A long time ago, all right um, no you you're kind of exhausting you you kind of exhaust me because you talk way faster than I do, and you don't leave any i mean is this what I do also is this are you another reflection for me to look at myself in like it's like it's like a girl called in earlier tonight I'm going to press I'm putting, putting on hold a girl called in earlier tonight at the beginning of the show, and she was like. <laughs> She's fine. She's lovely. She's all good, whatever. But, you know, that was very intense and overwhelming. And then it made me realize, oh, my goodness, a majority of the time I spend in my life is going, oh, my God, no way, you guys. I can't believe it. This is crazy. So, all right, maybe that's, you know, God or whatever you want to call it or just, you know, the universe trying to tell me, Alexi, if this is how you feel when this girl behaves this way, maybe that's how people feel when you behave that way, too. And then this guy Crash calls, and he's self-promoting, and he talks really fast, and he has a big ego, and he likes himself a lot, and it's all very entertaining, but it's very overwhelming, and it's too much for me because it makes me feel exhausted. But doesn't mean I don't love Crash. I think he's great, but maybe the lesson there is also for me because I have to make it all about me because I'm the one who just came in contact with him, as did you out there who might be listening. Perhaps... Perhaps that's a, a lesson for me to slow down, as I'm trying to do right now, because I'm trying to take the note that the universe is giving me. Slow down, breathe, I don't know, maybe some other stuff. I don't know. Okay, Crash, I'm saying goodbye to you because I'm going to wrap up the show momentarily. Thank you for sharing a wild, crazy sex story. Um, all right. Oh, my God, I'm having so many crazy feelings. Um The thing about calling girls hoes or sluts or all that, I mean, I don't mean to, like, this sounds like, I mean, people have said this many times, but I really do feel like it's such a fucking double standard. And, yes, there are certain men and certain women who are, like, notorious, uh, you know, notorious for having sex with lots of people. Like, there are certain men and women who are out all the time, have sex all the time with different people all the time, whatever, but men do it too. And I feel like it just bothers me. And even though I was watching the show on MTV called, like, Girl Code or something, and there was, like, this one, you know, I've never seen the show before, but I just checked it out. It was on at, like, 4 in the morning. And uh, I can't believe I'm not on the show. I'm just saying, like, they had all these girls giving their opinions, these intense opinions on things and giving advice and blah, blah. I was like, I would just, I would fit in so great. Anyway, but one of the things – one of the things uh, that's crash coming out in me. Okay, whatever. Anyway, so one of the things they were talking about were like sluts and how not to be a slut or how did what kind of sluts exist and the this slut and then there's that slut and blah blah blah. And I'm like, why are like now a bunch of girls are talking about it and they're they're like using the word and like judging other girls by using that word and it's so annoying. And I hope I'm being clear in, in explaining this feeling I have about that word it's just such a double standard because men can do whatever the fuck they want to do whether it's blatant and they're they're like total lotharios or they they act slutty and you know they do it too and they don't get the judgment they're just sexy or they're just living their life there's there's not even like a real label for it like who says lothario and means anything bad by it like nobody really uses that word and you know like it's just frustrating. And then a woman, if she's just, like, very open about her sexuality. Now, I know there are degrees. There's, like, tasteful behavior and, you know, distasteful behavior or whatever. Like, is that the word? Untasteful? Distasteful? Distasteful. Oh, my God. That's embarrassing. Anyway, I mean, like, yes, I know when you say slut, it's like there's some girl with, like, fucking a face full of makeup. This is what, this is the image it conjures. A face full of makeup, a short skirt with your fucking pussy hanging out, your boobs, you have fake boobs, you got... Lip injections, you know, you're just like, all you are is sexualizing yourself. And you, you know, you put other people on a pedestal, you put other people's needs and wants first, you only exist to cater to men, and you just open your fucking gash to whatever dude wants to split his dick inside of you. Yeah, that makes me, that's what I, what I feel like a slut is. So, great, you don't want to live your life that way. But I think a girl, girls who have sex, you know, and have had sex with lots of people or have sex when they want to have sex on their own terms because they like themselves and they choose to have sex and they're being safe about it and they're having sex with someone that they know and that they like or that they feel safe with or blah, 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 or that they think is cute and they, they have their own life going on. The girl has their own life, makes her own money, um, has a sense of self, and is making a conscious decision and sleeping with who she wants to sleep with when she wants to sleep with him and she's not just, you know, being uh, just. She's not completely weak and 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 uh, not grounded like the girl that I imagine looks like a blow up doll, who I would more be more quick to call a slut. If a grounded girl makes the decision to have sex and that number is a high number and she decides to have sex with a lot of people, uh, leave her alone. Go fuck yourself. Why? I just feel like it all started with men. Trying to come up with some way to, to like label women to keep them from like being empowered or something. I, I don't. I, I know I'm going on this rant. Maybe it's unlike me. Maybe it's unlike me to go on this weird, bizarre, like feminist rant or something. I don't. I don't even love the word feminist because I even feel like that word that word conjures a nasty vibe as well because men hate men hate that word. They've, they've made it so like anybody who is labeled a feminist, if a female is labeled a feminist, it means that they're like. Uh, they're not sexy, they're not feminine, they're gay. And like, I don't know. Not that there's anything wrong with any of that, but that word's been fucking ruined also. Anyway, my rage rant that's happening now is almost at an end. I just have to make my point somehow because I'm totally ranting. But I just don't like that word. And I don't like when the word, when women think they're taking the power back in the word, like, so they're taking, so women on MTV on the show Girl Code are fucking, yeah, my slutty friend, your friend's a slut, and blah, blah. And I get the theory of, like, oh, if we just use the word, and we're women, and we use the word, like, black people use the N-word. That's a whole other thing. That's not of my business, because I'm too white to even weigh in on that topic. But, like, it's a similar thing. The people who are held down can take the terminology and the words. They can They can use those words. And then they can empower them however they want. Or they can, you know, I'm going to use some Listerine and spray. But it still pisses me off because my feeling is, and this would even go for the N-word. The fact that that word slut or the N-word or whatever, tunt, I I actually even like the word tunt better. The word slut or the N-word or whatever, those words even being used in the world, or the F-word, like faggot, like those words have such negative connotations and are so heavy that why would you want to use them? Like, my one of my gay best friends, like, he's like, Lexi, you got to start using the word faggot. Like, ah, I don't even want to be I'm, – I'm going to stop saying it on this podcast. I don't I don't want to say it. It's not my word to say. And the word, even when he says it, calling himself that because he thinks it's funny, it makes me squirm and cringe because I feel like, ah, like because so many people said that word in such a horrible, hateful way in the past and still do. So – yeah, just the word slut. It's just a fucking demeaning, horrible term that men coined so they could label women so that label could always women could always feel less than and feel guilty and, and not allowed to, to be like comfortable or okay with their sexuality. But in the meantime, don't get a bunch of plastic surgery and just fuck any dude because that's that makes you a slut. Anyway, okay. Sorry. I just wanted a crazy, crazy rant. Um all right. I saw psychic this week. I'll talk about it next week I suppose. She told me lots of stuff. She gave me a good reading. I was appreciative of that. She told me I'm gonna have a son. She told me that I'm gonna have a baby boy. Like not now, but she said, "Have you ever been pregnant?" And I said, "No, I've never even had an abortion. Like never." And she goes, "She goes, uh, okay, well be careful because you have a baby boy that's dying. That's uh, whoops, you have a baby boy that's uh, begging to be born." And I was like, "I do? No way." She goes, yeah, like you've known this baby boy, like you've been part of your life in like several past lives. And so just be careful that you don't get pregnant. And when you do have sex, be safe about having sex because this baby boy wants to be born. And he has big blue eyes just like you. And I was like, no way. I can't believe it. No way. Way. So that happened. And she said a bunch of other stuff. And, uh, oh, wrapping up the show, I had a really fantastic second week of the summer oh, God, Summertime Social that I've been throwing every Tuesday night from 7 to 9 p.m. at at Urban Outfitters Space 1520 location, which is at 1520 Cahuenga Boulevard, Los Angeles, California. Um, Next week is the final week of Summertime Social and a band called The Chances Are Playing. And then I'm going to screen five short films that I made. And we have a tarot card reader. We have epic vegan cupcakes that are not even dry. They're totally awesome, made by this girl named Clara Cakes. She's 16 years old, homeschooled, has her own business, really knows what she's doing. She's amazing. Uh, And she's selling these cookies called Inception cookies and cupcakes that are, like, super, super moist. And who likes the word moist? Nobody, not even me. And I just said it because her cupcakes are that. So that's been really fun. And uh, I'm going to be giving out a bunch of free merchandise or whatever. I gave out a ton of free tote bags. Hopefully, I'll be giving out more this week. So you should totally hang out, 7 to 9 p.m., Tuesday, the 25th, at Urban Outfitters, Space 1520 location, 1520, Coanga Boulevard, Los Angeles, California. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much it. What else? You know what's a cool story that I have that's Kanye-related? Well... Sounds kind of braggy, but it's not very braggy. I was going someplace to go meet my girlfriend for lunch, and I had to get in an elevator to go upstairs to the to the restaurant. And uh, it's not braggy at all because I don't know Kanye. I'm not being like he's my best friend. I'm the godfather of the baby. Um, it's just me being a dork. So I'm the elevator door is open. I'm about to walk in, and Kanye West walks out of the elevator. And I will look at him because I, you know, I just, I love Kanye. I think he's great. I don't understand people who hate him. Get over it, all right? Stop paying attention if you don't like him. Stop talking shit. Um, I think he's great. He's very entertaining. He's cool. He's trying new things. Leave him alone, you you haters. So anyway, he walked out of the elevator, and uh, and he looked at my T-shirt, and I was wearing a black T-shirt with the neck cut out a bit. Uh, kind of It was kind of a thin T-shirt. It was black. And it had a Chanel logo uh, in the center of the T-shirt. Very sloppy chic, casual chic, if you will, T-shirt I was wearing. Uh, and he looks at me and my T-shirt and he goes,
2: hmm,
0: cool T-shirt. And I went, thank you. And then I went upstairs, I got in the elevator, went upstairs. It's all a blur. It's all a haze. I can't remember. Elevator's opened, Walked into the restaurant my friend and pretended to faint and I literally fell to the ground and she went what's wrong what happened and I went Kanye West just told me that he saw my teacher it's cool I can't believe it oh my god see look I'm acting like that girl called in earlier but I think it's fun sometimes so you girls just do what you're doing anyway this and more uh I'm going to be at Ariel Pink's show this Friday at the like First Presbyterian Church or something. I have no idea where it is. Listen, Ariel Pink Ariel, Ariel Pink, whatever his name is. Ariel Pink is playing this Friday. I will be there. You should go to um, I'll also see you next Tuesday from 7 to 9 at Urban Outfitters Base 1520. If you want me to give you uh, advice and you can't call in during the live podcast, email me at boycrazyalexi at gmail.com, subject boycrazy radio. And also, I'm offering a thing where if you want me to deliver bad news or break up with your boyfriend or girlfriend or deliver some kind of uncomfortable bad news to your friend or coworker or whatever, but you're too much of a pussy to do it yourself, I will deliver the news for you in video form and I will be totally kind and loving and sweet. And uh, yeah. So email me at boycrazyalexi, subject bad news. All right? Thank you very much for listening to Boy Crazy Radio, sponsored by imboycrazy.com. Tune in next Wednesday, same time, same place, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Follow me on Twitter at imboycrazy or on Instagram at imboycrazy. You can also subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. Um, what else did I want to tell you? Hmm, flipping the page of things I want to say. Oh, if you can't call in during the live show, you can always tweet me your question at I'm Boy Crazy. I should have said that at the beginning of the show. You can also leave me a Boy Crazy uh, – you can also leave me a voicemail uh, in my voicemail box, which the number for that is area code 888-666-2045. Leave your message. Make it under a minute. and Don't include your telephone number in the message. And uh, I'm going to play this out with a song, another Yeezus, Kanye West Jesus song. In a way, does this make me bad because, like, you know, this is a downloadable podcast, so it's like essentially I'm stealing his music? Probably, but I feel like Kanye would want it like this, okay? How dare you? This is a song called Black Skinhead. I love you.
2: At the noon shit. I'm aware I'm a wolf. Soon as the moon hit, I'm aware i a king. Back out the tomb, bitch. Back out the room, bitch. Stop all that cool shit. These niggas ain't doing shit. Them niggas ain't doing shit. Come on, homie, what happened? You niggas ain't breathing, you gasping. These niggas ain't ready for action. Ready, ready for action. I'm on the the Omen, I keep it 300 Like the Romans, 300 bitches Where the Chosens, baby, we living In the moment, I've been a minute But alone but I ain't finished I'm devoted, and you know it And you know it So follow me, I could have shit about to go I'm doing 500, I'm out of control But there's nowhere to go And there's way to flow If I knew what I knew in the past I would have been blacked out on your way God God, God, God
3: Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content subject to new line $36 activation fee credit valid for in plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer ends 1716 Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.